0: Welcome to podcast number three with Double D New Business and I'm Dave Evans and, and this
1: is... Debbie Halls Evans and I spoke over you then, so sorry yeah. about that.
0: Welcome back, Debbie. Um, what's our topic today?
1: Uh, we're going to do, so our Double D topic is disappointment or distraction, distraction or disappointment. I <laughs> do also just want to dip into <laughs> lots of alliteration. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Uh,
1: dream or Dreak from last time and just a quick update. How
0: are you doing on yours, Debbie?
1: I'm doing okay. I had a blip when we were traveling. Um, yep, and I'm yep. sure we'll be updating about that in this episode. Um, so I had a blip and again... Purely made excuses. We were on a ferry. We what's, were traveling. What's, what's
0: your number, though? How many days? Are, so we're on this. What day is it today? We're on day six. Day six.
1: So
0: I'm four out of six. Four out of six. So sixty-six yeah. percent track record. That's great. That's
1: pretty
0: good maths. It is very good. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. I, I'm very good at these maths. And uh, I, I, I'm five out of six. Yeah. The same reason as you. When we were traveling, um lots of time traveling. The food options weren't great, so that that got in my way. But I got to say five out of six I'm delighted so if you're listening to this and you're thinking um, wow that's that's good go back to the previous podcast I know
1: Wow that's good yeah really? well, if
0: you want to find out more about dream Madrid go back to the last podcast you can do this in any set of 30 days. We're just letting you know how we're getting on and we're on track, I think. It's so, all on
1: Instagram as well. So if you're checking us out on social media, please do follow us. Um, and what, R-
0: what Instagram
1: account is kind of <laughs> It's RLC Global Group. Wow, that's very good. Your PR skills are improving day by day.
0: Well, as like, uh, soon as I was on Cameron's um, uh, podcast, I couldn't remember the website.
1: Which is always brilliant, Dave. And
0: what's Cameron's it? podcast, Debbie?
1: I see now you've put me on the spot. It's the six figure roadmap.
0: He's worth a listen. Great series of interviews on that. Yeah, at LVRG.
1: And they're also in the new and noteworthy, which is our goal. We're not on Apple iTunes at the moment, but as soon as we are, that's one of our goals. So we'll be asking for your support on that one. Anyway, let's. We're digressing, okay? We're very good at that.
0: Disappointment or distraction, Debbie? Why did we decide to go with those double Ds?
1: Okay, so these double Ds were. Well, it came from a conversation that me and you were having yep. in regards to. Um, we listen to Mel Robbins and she talks about motivation. One of her favourite, I'm not kind of a raving fan at the minute, but her really early stuff is awesome. And she talked about uh, motivation is garbage. It's a brilliant YouTube clip if you've ever seen it. And
0: just for clarification Mel, if you ever listen to this, raving fan means of course you're a lunatic and you wear the t-shirts and go oh. to the ch- go to the. Right, Dave's
1: just digressing. I and... am, but,
0: but you're still a fan is what you were saying.
1: Yes, of course I'm still Indeed. a fan. I just think the early stuff is just <coughs> yes. awesome and she did a what was that about? she did we did just say to one of our colleagues the other day that mm-hmm. you will get a full-on debbie and dave right note debbie and dave right because <coughs> i write yeah. dave just Dis- disappoints me <laughs> there you go
0: <laughs> disappointment, on disappointment right already
1: so I'm waffling so apologies so motivation is garbage then we also she then the reason why she says that why would you be motivated to do something you didn't want to do which is which is actually one of the most interesting and simplistic views of doing it and it's very true so the other point around that was we then started looking at well actually disappointment can have some really positive connotations because disappointment can actually give you the desire or a drive so if you think about you didn't get a job that, or a Promotion that you wanted, but something else better comes along. Actually, that disappointment is a really positive one because it's made you reflect, review, consider all of those things. You might actually end up talking to different people, Um, but we look at it always as a negative. And then the other one was about distraction and distraction, we always talk about, and it drives us mad. When our kids say they've had a conversation, they've not actually had a conversation, it's via text or WhatsApp yeah, yeah. or whatever. So I think for us, we walk down the street, you're in the supermarket, whatever, people just walk into you and they are attached to their phone. Yeah. Technology is brilliant, there yep. is, we, can never, we use technology every day for our business, it's one of our value sets and our behaviors about being innovative around technology. The challenge we've got is, how do you make that distraction a positive distraction? So that's the kind of conversation. We can look at the negative distractions and the positive ones, and we also wanna look at the positive disappointments and the negative ones and how do we move ourselves up and down that ladder.
0: And, and for me, disappointment is, is ironically very similar where we've been in situations, Debbie, where we've been in multiple tenders and bids for business, put hours and hours in, and of course, haven't quite got past the finishing post, uh, come second, and you come away and you think to yourself, that's really disappointing. Yet, the positive hidden in the disappointment is you've got more time to be laser focused on the things that are the most important things in your business, and sometimes you can't see it. Well,
1: I think it was even more than that. I can think of one particular pitch that we did, and we'd put hours and hours into it, and we were really proud of ourselves. We'd done it in a really really different style than we'd ever done it before, um, and we didn't get it. And we got some feedback, which was a bit wishy-washy, candidly, But what it did make us do is stop and realise that should we have been working with that client, it made us reflect about our own values and our own behaviours. It made us... And if we'd got that, we would have probably just been going for the money of a client rather than the actual... Real clients that we want and we want to work with, and actually having the choice to be able to do that—I think that's how I saw it.
0: Well, I, I agree. I think it allowed us to go back to our best version business framework. Uh, you know, one of our products at RLC that we use ourselves, and it allowed us to say, right, let's get really focused on our four strategies over the next two years and do a better job. So hidden in that disappointment, equally though, we've we've had a weekend, haven't we, where there's been real time. Uh, this actual uh, idea of disappointment and distraction has been in play for both of us in two different ways around the cycle challenge at von that I was taking on last Saturday. Um, I mean, how did that apply to you, Debbie, um, no, just, from your so, perspective?
1: Sorry, I'm talking of you again. I'm good at that. Though. Yeah,
0: you are very good. Yeah, and you're very consistent. Good. May
1: I also just say <laughs> that what's even funnier is, so I over-talk Dave, but what he does, he actually moves his mouth when I'm talking, so it's as though he's actually talking and I'm repeating my own sentences. Anyway, there you go. It's one of his... It's listening his, like your life depends on it, <laughs> Debbie. I'm sure it is. it is. I think you've also <laughs> got a little bit of your own agenda coming through there. Um, what, this is really fascinating for me. So I think one of the things about, he's just rolled his eyes by. I me. can't
0: believe you believe me matching your words is an agenda. Anyway, let's carry on. I won't be disappointed or distracted <laughs> by that. But you are. I am, yeah.
1: So uh, when we were traveling last week, one of the reasons we were traveling was because Dave had um, a big bike ride and... Um, we needed to get there and travel and the first point for me was the travel was not great so we were on a ferry and we had set our minds up for a 10-hour uh, journey on the ferry ferry is not my favorite we did actually go with a different um company uh, and it was better it wasn't great Dave called it the Ryanair of the seas yeah uh, it was yeah and uh, So it wasn't great, but it wasn't. Yeah, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't, but it was ten hours. But then you're you're so focused on the ten hours, we've planned the exit of the ferry, how far it was going to take us to drive, when we were going to stop, etc. So we'd already got this in our heads, and then the ten hour time zone passed, and we're like, and and,
0: and actually the worst part in that Debbie was that ten hours isolated on a ferry
1: was an opportunity
0: to do ten hours of work uninterrupted, and. It passed us by because the Wi-Fi was shoddy. And that was disappointing.
1: It was. And then the 10-hour... T- uh, whatever. The 10-hour what? What was the word I was looking for? I
0: don't know. The couple of hours that we then spent to try and get to where we were staying, maybe? No, yeah. it wasn't that. I, I was don't was know what me, you were going I'm still say. on the
1: ferry right now. But let's
0: move on. We so, haven't got all day, Debbie.
1: I know, but we're on the ferry. 10 hours passed. It actually was yeah. another hour and a half before we got off the ferry.
0: That's true, yeah.
1: So I, being me, was... Really bugged and disappointed that we'd lost another hour and a half. I wanted to get there. I had this vision in my head of sitting by the pool at the uh chateau that Dave had booked out. I was just like, Ugh. which was
0: for the following day. So, oh, but,
1: and may I just <laughs> say again, this is something you'll note throughout all our podcasts. Dave is banned from using the t- internet because every time, and I um, and again, the t- internet
0: I, is the internet,
1: yes, but. Yeah, whatever. Um. So the other point of this is, Just you it, should be me. very careful about generalising. But I'm going to generalise on this point every time Dave does something on the internet he goes wrong, he booked the hotel for a different day. Really? Yeah. Again. I know,
0: but t- we did turn that disappointment. Oh, into... Oh, we stayed into, an into, into, in an amazing place. It did a good in, job in, in oozes. So, but
1: so I, another, that, but that was another disappointment. It was. Yeah. So the distraction then became where we we're going to stay, how we we're going to do. We could have had a. Well, I, don't, I actually don't think I did ride with
0: you. Was not, was no, there, was, there was loads of disappointments. France was on a, a national holiday, so I mean, everything, was... everything was closed. I think there was a single car for a supermarket open in the town on the Friday to buy supplies for the ride on Saturday, mm-hmm. where these two phrases really did come into play. So I'll give you my uh, experience of this. Uh, 60 miles into the ride, I was climbing a mountain called Vontu. Check it out on the internet. 1912 metres high. When you ride up it, you I gain... that? Yeah. They've
1: just posted on their Instagram, because I've started following
0: them okay. there, it was 1914. Oh, this must yeah. have grown. Yeah. That's, well, they sell these markers. You can see them up there in the office.
1: It says 1914.
0: No, it says 1912. No, two I know, It said yet. on there. They sell those. Maybe, they, maybe it has grown by two metres. Uh, anyway, Anyone I was climbing this mountain that's clearly two metres bigger than it used to be and and it was a hot day th- mid 30s it was a horrible day for temperature and we were all very dehydrated and uh, anyway um what i what, what happened for me is i had a bad day and i was really struggling and when i eventually got to the top of ontu, which is a very long ride um i i called debbie and i asked her to come and meet me in bedouin which is 10, 12 miles down the mountain the other side. It's
1: bedoin, but it's... Yeah. Bad, yeah, and
0: it's one of the routes to go, or routes to go back up yep. the mountain from the other side. Uh, because i just had enough, and I'd been ill before the race had started, which was disappointing. Um, two hours before the race, I, I had saw tummies and all the stuff that goes with that. Um, and it was just a tough day. And this type of race is very distracting because you have 800 riders, the top 300 are all elite. You know, the person that won the race on the weekend did it in five hours, 13 minutes. Oh. That is superhuman. And
1: they're tiny people as well. They, I think they there are, is yeah. a, you know, there is, the, this is their life, isn't it? So it is yeah. not it So they cycle continuously.
0: complete amazing super athletes who are probably a couple of, a couple of levels down from being on the cycling mm-hmm. tour globally. Um, and, and I was just proud that I was putting myself in that arena to ride alongside, shoulder to shoulder with some of these, I mean, for about 50 yards, mm-hmm. candidly, they all went off like a speed train. Um, but by the time I was up there I, I phoned Debbie saying meet me at the bottom because if I didn't recover from the awful situation I was in at the summit I, I was I was ready to make a decision if I don't recover enough um, then the bike has to go in the car and at 90 miles of a 105 mile total distance I was think I thought I was comfortable to be disappointed and say right okay that's that's a hard day at the office. I'll have to learn from this. And then you turned up. What was going through your head when you were travelling to meet me?
1: Well, I've you only just told you just before we started recording, I? So yeah. what was interesting for me was Dave gave me the call. And I understood the distances of how far he had to go to get to the uh, finish line. And there was two things that went through my head. And this is it goes back to, we really do do what we say we're going to do. Um, and I'm sat in the car going, this is so dis- disappointment or distraction. I've got to be Dave's distraction. Because at the um, fabulous place we were staying, there was um, they were all cyclists. But there was one gentleman, a Belgian guy, absolutely glorious guy, um, who talked about one too so it was like a you know a leisurely stroll and I, but i also knew that dave coming back and having to sit through dinner and yeah. be mentally and emotionally disappointed because he'd not achieved what he was desiring but also then going to have to regale that to other people so i just in my head realized i had to be that distraction i had to be the one that said no you're not getting in the car. No, I'm not packing the bike away. No, you have to get on and carry on. And I think, and it was I, just fascinating. And, and, I for, just for, told her and that.
0: for the record, she didn't actually say no. no she didn't, didn't She didn't go, no. no, 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 no. She actually was much more uh, skillful than that and said, uh, and I, I remember, I don't think I'll forget hearing this for a long time. How are you? Grimacing face, covered in salts, looking disgusting. She cuddles me and says, go and get your medal, you will not forgive yourself if you came all this way and didn't finish this. And I had no idea of the thoughts that were behind that, the considerations in the car, Uh, but I did know there were three small climbs still to go. And I know that Debbie didn't quite know that either, but it didn't matter. It was the interruption that I needed uh, to, get going again and get momentum going again, however awful that last 15 miles was. And I think there's a real lesson here in business, Debbie, where sometimes when you're surrounded by the right people, in in this case, you were my right person. Thanks. In my pleasure. And you are, uh, let's say, you might not know you're at the end of your tether. You might not know you've run out of resources mentally, spiritually, and physically. But at that moment in your business, do you have people close to you to just nudge you back into track, back online, back in the right way, back in the right way ahead and be a pattern interrupt for you. And a pattern interrupt by definition is when somebody deliberately and intentionally knocks you out of the mental state you're in and on to a more resourceful one, removing negative chatter specifically. So, Debbie, you definitely did that for me. And, uh, but it was,
1: and I think this is a first for me and this is part of my own... Self awareness, um, and for somebody who's coming up to be fifty very soon next year, I think this is a big one for me. The past—it's
0: actually ages away, isn't it? It is ages
1: away. Yeah, but I'm really excited (laughs) because I can't (laughs) wait to be fifty next year. Awesome.
0: Next August, and we've not even hit August this year. I know, but I'm planning this.
1: I think this is the first time I've really planned a birthday. So I'm. I I look forward to hearing about those
0: plans in an effort not to disappoint or uh, distract. But anyway, you were saying it's the first time in your journey
1: of considering what we do in this in this very tiny moment and actually then go in applying it instantly um, you know knowing that because this is so prevalent in my head and yeah. we've been talking about it and yeah. using it as a as, uh, kind of methods in the business as well. And I just think it's it's really powerful. And actually the benefit that it has, because I drove behind you for, so it'd only taken me, the sat-nav gonna given me like a nine, 10 mile route to come and meet you. Yeah. But it was another 15 and a half miles yeah. back to the, cross, the finish line. And I remember going in the car, I went, oh my God, he's gonna go mental if he knew this. So I'm going, I am okay. I'm just. I'm, to, I'm going to tell him it's 10 miles. Which I love the fact I, that you, you think so I didn't know. I know, I, know. I just, I, knew. I didn't want to disappoint you then. I, I, yeah, so I, the I, I'd met this
0: anyway. I'd met this um, chap who lives in the area in the morning in his, in his 60s, he was riding, and this guy finished way ahead of me, right? This local chap, lovely tan, lovely Italian clothes, looked really classy in cycling, which I think is very difficult to do, actually. And he was talking to me in the coffee shop, and he said, Yeah, Von, is going to get you either by the wind or the heat. And he said, and when you come down it, everyone thinks they're finished. He said, but you're going to hit two or three more hills and you're going to know how tired you are. And so I knew that interference in my head at that actual point. But nonetheless, though, your pattern interrupt was the exact right decision because I knew how to get going again. I have all the training and mental expertise to spin my legs, get moving. And sometimes in business, when you're stuck, you do stop rather than, why am I stopping? What are the things that actually, you know, that got me here in the first place? What am I already good at that I could just keep doing? And then you find your rhythm again. And that's what Debbie allowed me to do. There's been a discovery since then, though, hasn't there? I only Uh, discovered it today.
1: Okay, so I'm jumping ahead. So that's fine. Yeah, you do your discovery, then I'll go into the next bit. Because I was just thinking, making sure that we really explain disappointment and distraction and what's the technique to use. Yeah. So, and I know you've got an extra technique, but I just want to make sure we... everybody understands that. Well, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, there. Sorry, so that me. was a
0: huge pause, but uh, whilst you all uh, make a cup of tea or carry on, um, <laughs> the, the discovery was this, it's actually very ridiculous. So I'm very lucky to have a very nice bike that has disc brakes that work with callipers like a car. And um, this morning I was about to take out my other nice bike and it was faulty so I quickly changed so I could meet Debbie here and do a training run and see how I've recovered from the ride. And this happened. It turned out that my actual rear brake caliper was 10 to 20% on the wheel all day. And let's say even a 10%. Imagine driving your car with your brakes on. Uh, how much harder that actually is and i'm not saying that that's why i blew up and, and and i find it extremely hard i just don't think it helped and the lesson there is is checking the detail and the preparation yourself um and and twice in my uh, sporting limited sporting uh, achievements i've been i felt foul to this where a tiny bit of detail unexpected has caught me out Um, And finding that out today was just insanely maddening, but also delighting, because I've I've now gone from disappointment, Debbie, to thinking, do you know what? If I can do 105 miles and 3,600 meters with the brake on, can you imagine what is possible? But in your businesses, what else is possible? If you just kept moving right, Dave's
1: just telling me off by the way, because I you
0: snored at you. Yeah, because you, I was
1: snoring at you because it's all about bikes and I do find it quite boring. But I understand the context and the message that you are expressing. Because it's the weird. recipe, but Debbie. I it's that. the recipe. But I just find bikes. You know, the, it's,
0: it's the ingredients that well, we can do. I'm just draw giving from. the real
1: I hope if you're mindset. listening,
0: I'm using different uh, predicates now, choosing to use food-related words. Debbie hasn't clocked it yet. Uh, anyway, back to you, Debbie. So
1: one of the things that, um, from a lesson and an application, because this yeah. is what this whole podcast is about, is how can we apply and understand disappointment and distraction. One of them is, um, is also about that element of Dave's brakes. So his brakes were on. He actually delegated that task 8 to a, a shop. bike shop. Um, and I actually said to him earlier today but de- delegation is not abdication so abdication would be is I'm not even bothered to check put that into a work scenario yeah. have you ever given somebody a task to do and most things about delegation people avoid they avoid it because they don't think somebody else is good enough they have their own bias and assumption about the other person it's faster to do something it takes too long to coach somebody to learn a new skill so delegation is either avoided completely yeah. you use your own distraction techniques yeah or you've already set up a metric of disappointment because that person's never going to achieve what you want to achieve.
0: And here's, here's the thing I know to be true behaviourally. If you find yourself saying, I knew they would do that, you've got to really ask yourself, why were you pre-disappointed before you delegated the task in the first place? Because as a leader, you're in the wrong. You've, you've, you've given somebody an expectation of failure.
1: Yeah, so the actual power of delegation is and this is where most people go wrong they hand that task over and that challenge or whatever that person needs to do um, and then they don't ever go back and check in they don't ever go back and support or guide or nurture or just kind of give some soul food or some they just don't do it what they do is they pass it and then they completely abdicate from responsibility and accountability delegation means you have to be totally accountable and totally responsible therefore you reduce disappointment and you reduce all the distractions and i think it really works that way and there's two techniques that you can talk about yours but i just want one
0: comment on delegation debbie most of us who put this off right do it because we think we're quicker or more skilled or it saves time but if you save time today on the things you shouldn't be doing you will never get the reward of future time when you've delegated it out properly, which is probably the one thing in your life and your business you want the most.
1: Well I also think sorry I'm now going on to delegation still, but for me that's about you actually empower somebody to do something. Empowered is another business word that gets overused, but actually giving somebody the opportunity to do something a bit different to learn to upskill to develop whether they get it right or wrong is actually irrelevant what you've actually done is if you imagine like running the, a field with a baton you've passed that baton on but guess what that did team you say, always did does did you
0: say imagine running in a field with a baton <laughs> like
1: a, a track field I saw visually something
0: completely different yeah, than what you saw so do, do I have to imagine Debbie doing the no. relay <laughs>
1: yes is like a what relay okay. what happens at the end of that so and I is it a delegate or
0: is it an athletic baton?
1: It's a baton. It's a baton you all know, like the stick. This baton's so, when you, so when boring. you when you pass on the baton, <laughs> <laughs> And when you pass on this baton, that team comes together. Battenberg. Oh, <laughs> favourite favourite cake in the world <laughs> um, but when you pass on that that team comes back together and then they talk about the successes and how they've done really well or they also talk about the things they haven't but they've not actually abdicated from responsibility of their part in that delegation so let's waffle one no, more no, thing
0: no before you do that I'm going to give four <laughs> steps away for delegation that are really concise okay
1: you do that because th- I'll be able to create something to put on the podcast go
0: well you can if you like or you can listen to this pause and write them down it's up to you but yeah, here's four steps of delegation that are absolutely the best way to do it. Number one, you show the person exactly the expectation required. Number two, you do it together. Number three, they show you the expectation that they've just learned, as if you didn't know. Number four, this is the one we often miss, Debbie, is uh, review and check back. Yeah. Diarize it, even if it's only for six or seven minutes. Get it in your schedule. Get it in the, at the frequency that you need. You do those four things. Delegation becomes easier.
1: Yeah. Just on that very um, point of reviewing back. Yeah. Uh, it's not to go and undermine yeah. that person. It's just. <laughs> asking, do the task again. Yes. Yeah. It's just asking how you doing, where you up to. Yeah. Do you need any help? Yeah. Um, it's those kind of questions. Uh, anyway, two things to do two things to do, okay, um, I want to talk about how do we work through positive and negative distraction and disappointment, because as a as a technique, it's a brilliant thing to do, and we have a technique called S plus C minus I equals O, to me, this is, it fits into lots of, of scenarios, but I actually think when we're measuring our own self against disappointment or distraction, and ask yourself, am I going to be disappointed, if I am going to be disappointed, what can I actually take away, what are the things I can learn from this, so S plus C minus I or allows us to use it in these scenarios because the S stands for situation therefore any situation it could be choosing a takeaway a type of takeaway or it could be a really critical decision that you're making in business yeah you then have a list of choices those choices are going to be positive or negative yeah so and the, the principle here is because you are um, building consciousness rather than subconsciousness in the brain is those choices you have to list all of them and even some of the things that you think are nonsensical. so you you know if it's a decision we normally have one decision therefore the brain has still got lots of inner talk and it's not actually blocking out by creating choices you're desperately trying to get me to finish when you are um, (laughs) see i know you are with you think so when you are listing out the choices the brain hasn't got the ability to then go and self-talk to you the interference is that self-taught we want to eliminate that and then you choose one of those choices therefore you have an outcome your outcome is going to be positive or negative and then you deal with it that's completely different the key principles are here is what are my choices yeah and am i going to choose a positive or a negative outcome
0: quit the race or carry on riding yeah, yeah and that's...
1: actually there's no right or wrong answer either yeah. there is and this is a bit in life we've got to be really careful of uh, we are told everything is got to be perfect everything's got to be right if that is the decision you make in that moment, guess what? That's the decision you've made in that moment. Yeah. That's it.
0: I was talking to um, George Powers uh, in New York State the other day and he was talking about how one of his team made a decision. Whatever the decision was, it doesn't matter whether it was right or wrong, George was talking about it. He was just delighted that one of his team had actually had the courage to make a decision and if you want to know more about s plus c minus i equals o as in how to apply that yourself do get in touch with us at info at rlc-global.com also you can reach out to some of our consult team members who are uh, listening to this and are tagging themselves on all the different platforms debbie so if you want to speak to one of our local team members in the stage you can also I will a brilliant also... technique though brilliant yeah, technique. yeah it is
1: and i'll also just upload we've got like a just a, a... Uh, JPEG that I can just upload so people can actually just see the technique. It is a brilliant one, we use it in lots of situations.
0: Yeah, great idea, and there's another technique too. I
1: want you to talk about squidgy. So yeah, I'm also so, uh, going to uh, upload this one because I put the. Uh, Debbie,
0: Debbie said squidgy. Oh, squeegee.
1: It,
0: it, it's a squeegee, squeegee. so it's. Uh, I don't. am not quite sure how you can use a squidgy, um, but anyway, anyway, a squeegee. You know that thing you use to clean windows. Uh, a couple of years ago, I created this technique that allows you to for instantly absolutely. delete. It was for Max, uh, uh, and originally, uh, and also. It was something that I used to use as a dad. So we'd listen to our kids talking about stuff. And sometimes you could easily be sarcastic or just int- attempt to delete the thought, mm-hmm. uh, which I, is what I found myself using it the most. But with disappointment or distraction, being able to delete something from your thought process is a super useful technique. So look for the download afterwards. We'll be putting this up with the podcast. Yep. Yep. Do do learn that technique practice it and i promise you you can train your brain so fast with this you can delete all kinds of needless thoughts ideas and feelings as a result of using the technique as well
1: anyway i think for now we've exhausted disappointment or distraction do you think yeah do i do, do yeah. all right yeah um we are going to sign off for this week's episode and next week we are going to be talking about what dave
0: I don't know, Debbie, you haven't told me, so I have no freaking idea. But before we do sign off, let's just remind people one last time while you have a look at what we're going to do next. Disappointment and distraction can be positive or negative. The secret is to stop and look at what is the opportunity and the choices in either of them because there is always a positive in any situation.
1: Well, yeah and also to me i would also go because you are very positive um is that whatever the negative what you are i think the whatever that negative connotation is one it can always be fixed no matter how bad life gets and as we explore some of the um discussions that we're going to have You'll find Man and Dave's story as well of how we've actually had to overcome some things, um, using techniques and actually just not even realizing we're using them at the time. Yeah. Um. So next week's podcast is a live coaching. I'm super excited about this. Uh, Oh yeah. It might be me or it might be a guest, but I I think Dave should do a guest because I know know. we did a test run of this one. We we
0: did a recording of Debbie being coach. I think you probably all want to hear Debbie going through a live coaching session. You uh, well, if you want to hear Debbie actually hear the coaching (laughs) session. And I've recorded with Debbie on the boat. If you want to hear that, you must comment somewhere on our social platform saying, Yes. Let's listen to Debbie being coached by Dave, because I think there's a lot of lessons in there. So let us know. Please do say that. Debbie, any final thoughts about this from you?
1: Now, I, for me, this is about having the reality check about life. Positive and negativity is real life. Not everything's positive. Not everything's negative. But actually using skills and techniques around, am I disappointed whether the positive outcomes or the negative outcomes? Am I distracted? Do I need to be positively distract myself? Or am I going to continue negatively distracting myself? That that's my take. Anyway, I'm Debbie Halls-Evans.
0: This is Dave Evans. This has been Double Do Business. Thank you for listening. See you on the next one.
2: I would like to introduce you today to a brand new technique called the squeegee. Now, before I go into the squeegee technique itself, I'd love to share with you a little bit of the science behind it. Can you imagine any time in your life so far or business career where you've been in a situation, perhaps, where maybe you haven't quite been as effective as you could have been? Maybe there's been a moment where you've got stuck or a conversation that hasn't gone to plan or even, say, a review with a line manager and you're thinking, All of those things just seem to affect me. What if you could delete them? What if you could remove any form of interference that you've created or have experienced in your business career to date? What if you could delete them and be able to return back to that state of complete composure, complete effectiveness? Well that's the amazing thing about the squeegee, that's what it can do for you. Now people often ask me, why is it a squeegee? One of the beautiful things about a squeegee, which of course you'll remember, is one of those devices you use for cleaning your windows. Making a window look so fresh and crisp and pristine is that it's associated with deleting and cleaning. Now the technique itself is designed in a way to make it really, really simple. We ask you to choose a favorite room in your house. So do that now brilliant. Now that you've chosen that favorite room, somewhere you can always remember when you need to, I would like you to imagine that on the wall in that room is a beautiful, amazing dry whiteboard. It's crisp and pristine. Now you may have seen one of these before, maybe in a training, a coaching environment, maybe even a classroom, or even at work or in the office. Take particular care and attention to how pristine and clean this new dry white board is. I'd like you to take a moment to recall an experience in your life. That maybe didn't quite go as well as it could have done. Maybe something that's troubled you or niggled you for a little while. Recall that one singular moment now. Make sure you can see it. Make sure you can hear it. And be very aware of how you're feeling or thinking. Excellent. What I would like you to do is remember the only rule of the squeegee that you must comply with and that is Deepak Chopra teaches us your amazing brain cannot tell the difference between what you vividly imagine and what is real if done regularly we're going to use that today now then, that moment you took a moment ago simply what I'd like you to do is go to that place in your home your favorite room and as you recall that experience I would like you to follow these simple three steps Step 1. If you saw an image or an experience in its full movie-like existence, put the image or moving image on the board. Step 2. I'd like you to imagine you have a pen and write up on the board the words or the thinking you experienced. And finally, Step 3. If you had a real feeling, a real emotional response to this, I would like you to capture that feeling and transfer it to the board. Excellent. Now for the science part. Take the squeegee actually carrying out the motion. In your mind, return the board back to its finest crispest condition by wiping it clean with your squeegee now. That's it. Actually doing the motion with your left arm? Perfect. Deleting the interference.